Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Hey, doing well, Dan. Good to be back. Everybody getting back home, done with the holidays. Nice, nice. Everything. I had a friend in the Secret Service. Everything was nice, nice. Ah, nice, nice. Nice, nice. Everything was nice, nice. It was like chaos erupting around you. He'd be like, nice, nice. Don't worry about it. It's a good way to get everybody to calm down. Um, Another busy weekend, this Clinton story with uh, with me, the... um, the allegations about the Clintons that I made and stand by have blown up. I got a call from a friend who said it was uh, a story over in Israel. And, uh, you know, for those of you listening for the first time, they have heard me on Mark on Friday. The story goes like this. I I worked with the Clintons and worked with people who worked with the Clintons and the staff function and other functions and law enforcement functions and federal law enforcement functions and People, you know, have given me information. I didn't ask for it. I didn't solicit it. People just give it to me because the Clintons are horrible people. And, you know, in various forms of communication, Joe, have told me things about the Clintons that are highly and deeply disturbing. Right. Now, I know, Joe, you're aware of some of the stories. And just to reiterate what I said last week, I'm getting a lot of emails from people, and I understand. I sympathize with you completely. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in some respects, you're right. And the emails are this. If you have information about the Clintons, it's your obligation to put it out there. I get it, folks. I totally understand. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. Here is the hang-up, as I'll repeat in, in, in even stronger terms than last week. If people call you with information, and before they give you this information, they say, listen, I need you to give me your word that this information will stay quiet until I give you permission to release it, and you say yes... I'm sorry, but what kind of a dog do you have to be to then turn around and put that person's life, livelihood, their family's livelihood at risk? Right. I mean, I'm sorry, Joe, but that's just grossly, ridiculously irresponsible um, and kind of a crap thing to do. Agreed. Uh, Right? I mean, this is not complicated, folks. And listen, some of you may be saying, oh, you know, whatever, you're bluffing. All right, folks, listen, I don't care. Really, I'm sorry. I don't care. I know what's there. I, my credibility matters to me. If you're a regular listen to, listener to this show, you know that. Uh, I back up all my information on the show with sources. We have show notes for that explicit purpose where we link to articles about things we discuss. Um, I wouldn't put it out there if I didn't mean it. And the genesis of this is I was asked to come on cable news and discuss a story about uh, Mrs. Clinton blaming Barack Obama now for her political loss. Mm. I feel like Hillary is doing everything in her power, just to be crystal clear, to discredit this last election because she needs political power. And by political power, folks, I don't necessarily mean the ability to get elected. She may run again. She may not. But some of you say, oh, she doesn't need political power. She's not running again. Wrong. Now, why are you wrong? Now, Joe, again, that's a fair question. Why, why, are you wrong? why are you wrong about this? Why, Dan Bongino, why are you right? Why does Mrs. Clinton need political power? Yeah. Because she needs to hide her secrets. Folks, the information that's out there, some of it I'm aware of, and I'm sure there's more I'm not aware of, is pretty horrifying. And again, I'm super sorry that I can't share the details of it. I, I'm not trying to tease you, get you to listen to the show. And folks, our listenership is great. The show does. Joe, I mean, honest yeah. to God, how often do we cover the Clintons on this show? Rarely. Yeah. I mean, we, we do economics. You right. know, it's maybe 10% of the content. You know, it, it's not. And, and even, I don't know, even that's an overestimate. I'm not, this is not listener bait. I'm not teasing it. I'm just telling you the stuff out there, most of it you've heard about and can probably imagine. You just haven't had it confirmed. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's not like, oh, Mrs. Clinton's a, a space Martian. and It's not that kind of stuff. It's stuff that's out there and hasn't been confirmed yet. And that's the reason. I feel an obligation to tell you that. And I'm, I'm very sorry, but I can't. I, people trusted me with this stuff. I'm not making it up. I'm not trying. And, and I love the other ones. Like, oh, he's trying to get in the news. Really? really? Are you sure about that? <laughs> Folks, I promise you, Joe and I, our livelihoods with this podcast are more than we're fine. We don't need to be in the news. Yeah. I'm not paid for that stuff. Um, no one pays you. Hey, can you come on the show and I'll pay you to say this? It's not the way it works. Like it's just, it's just knowing your schedule too, like I do. The last thing you need to do is to try to be in the uh, news, uh, right? You know? I mean, there are days I call uh, Joe. And we're talking. I'm yeah. like whining about it before the show. Like, gosh, <laughs> I'm getting all these requests. I got about 20 requests for media interviews today, all of which are a no, by the way. And and you're telling me like I want to be that's I mean how does that fit with your stupid narrative? And <laughs> and one more thing, folks, on this: if what I know about the Clintons and Epstein and Email Gate and BlackBerry Gate, if what I know is all nonsense, right? And I'll leave it with this: it's all garbage. I'm some loose cannon. I'm some conspiracy theory wacko. Then why is the Clinton cartel coming after me? Why is Nick Morell, John Davidson, why are other people, these Clinton insiders, why are they like having a coordinated attack against me along with all these uh, the, the, these Clintonistas on Twitter who had a, like a massive assault on me this weekend? Why? I'm not, listen, I'm not playing a victim. I'm telling you, I was born for this. I, I really am. I'm not, I don't run from a fight at all. But if the information's garbage, why, why bother? Folks, let's be honest. I'm a small, small fish in a big pond, right? In an enormous pond. I have a platform, but it's not, it's not, certainly not the Clinton's platform. It's not even close. Why come after me and try to discredit me if the information I have is garbage? Folks, I'm telling you why. Because the information I have is real. And they know it's real. You know why? Because they were there. If Joe robbed a bank and I knew about it, and I said, Joe, you robbed a bank. Joe can tell me all he, he wants. Hey, Dan, that's not true. Joe was there with me. Mm. Okay? He knows it's true. That's why he's afraid. Joe didn't rob a bank, by the way. You get my point. The Clintons know what happened. That's why they're trying to discredit me. Folks, this stuff is very real, and it's super damaging information. And I'm only hoping and praying that the people who've given it to me, who can attest to it from, from detailed knowledge of it, give me permission at some point to go forward with it. Okay. Um, number of really terrific stories outside of that, but I had to clear that up, by the way, to talk about. Uh, here's number one. There's an article about Blue in Bloomberg, this tax cut bill uh, that is uh, really should scare the snot out of you if you live in a blue state. And folks, I'm, I'm sorry to have to give you this information. I know I had a, a woman from New Jersey who sent me a really um, angry email that you know, hey, you're talking about this state and local tax deduction we're going to lose as if we don't exist. You know, there are conservatives in New Jersey that can't move. We can't leave. And, and uh, you know, this is really going to damage us. Ma'am, 100% correct. Point stipulated. I totally agree with you. You are right. This is going to damage this tax cut bill. A millionaire earners and more in blue states who claim an uh, income and not uh, don't have don't have uh, LLC type income or things like that and can't shield it through a corporation with the lower rates now I totally get it 
but I'm not here to lie to you. I'm not celebrating the fact that people are going to be hurt. I'm just telling you that you're hurt not because of the federal tax code. You're being hurt because you live in a blue state that's being run by Democrats. I get it that you don't agree with it, their policies, but that doesn't take away the fact that you're not being hurt because of federal tax policy. You're being hurt because of local and state tax policy. Now, why am I bringing this up? A piece in Bloomberg I'll put in the uh, in the show notes today, always available at Bongino.com. And if you join my email list, I will put it in there as well. That is damning, folks. And if you live in a blue state, you should, uh, I, I mean, I'm not trying to scare you, but you should be a little concerned, let's say. Goldman's estimating, Joe, Goldman Sachs mm-hmm. is estimating that New in the New York City area alone, if this tax bill passes, which just to be clear, will eliminate large swaths of the deduction you get for state and local taxes you pay. So if you're paying a high state and local income tax, which you don't in the state of Florida, because there isn't one, there's no state tax in Florida, state income tax. If you're in New York, where there's a heavy one, and in California, where it's double digits, you used to be able to take that off your federal tax bill. If the tax uh, if the tax reform bill passes, large swaths of people will no longer be able to do that. And one of the Goldman estimates, Joe, is that if you're a millionaire claiming an income tax, you know, claiming income and not, yeah. not revenue from capital gains and other uh-huh. things, that you could lose up to 21000 additional dollars a year. Ew. That's a big, big, big hit yeah. to take 21000 a year. I- I'm not denying that. I'm not celebrating the fact that you're going to be hurt. I'm only telling you, you're not being hurt because of the federal government, though. You're being hurt because now you're being forced to actually pay the taxes your state has imposed upon you. Because in the past, you weren't paying the full load. You were paying that state tax, but then you were getting a portion of it back off your federal tax bill. That's the state's fault. That's not the federal government's fault. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm being clear on that. People in Florida and other states that don't have a state income tax or, or tax their citizens on their, on, their income in, uh, in their, on their income at the state level relatively lightly aren't suffering from this at all. It's these deep blue states that have these confiscatory rates at the state level that are taking money from their citizens and they were getting a, a, a what in effect is a built-in break at the federal level that no one else was getting. That's not the federal government's fault. That's the state's fault. Does that make sense, Joe? Yeah. But Goldman is estimating that they could lose as much as, this is crazy, 4% of their top earners could leave the state if this bill becomes a law. They're talking about the New York City area. Folks, that's a huge hit. Now, you say, oh, 4%, so what? If 100 you know, big earners, high earners, millionaires, billionaires, and the like, if only four out of those 100 leave, well, that's not such a big deal. Well, really? Read lower down in the article in Bloomberg where they talk about the Connecticut state budget. Folks, the Connecticut state budget, nearly 10% of the entire state budget is funded by these hedge fund types and people who, I'm not knocking them, but people who live in Connecticut. Do you know how much money that is if they leave? You're talking about 10% of the state budget. Granted, even if it's only a percentage of that and it's one or 2% of the state budget and people leave Joe, Mm. you're still talking about an enormous hit. This is you're talking about entire county budgets being wiped out. This is a really, really big deal. 
But I just want to be clear to, to the uh, again to the woman who emailed me. I appreciate your email, but it is not the federal government's fault that the state taxes you at an unbelievably ridiculous level. It's not the state lawmakers and the, the, eventually the citizens of that state are going to have to vote for something different because it's not. I, I live in Florida. I used to live in Maryland. I've lived in blue states. I get it. I've been in both scenarios. It is not fair for a resident of Florida to not have the same equal rights in the tax code that a resident of New York has. You see what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah. Because we have no state income tax. So it's a, de- right. it's a deduction you can take to pay less money in New York and New Jersey and California and Illinois, Joe, that I can't take here in Florida. That's not fair. The tax code should be fair to everyone. We should have a flatter, broader-based tax code where everybody gets the same benefits. You, you, is that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it's not the federal... I mean, believe me, far from be it for me to, to, to uh, take blame away from the federal government, but it's not their fault that your state that you live in taxes the hell out of you. Someone eventually is going to have to change that there. Now, I'll put the Bloomberg article. There's also an article in the New York Post Uh, which is really fascinating, about the mass exit is happening right now out of the New York City area. Now, Joe, Mm -hmm. right now. Forget about if the tax bill passes, which I just told you that Goldman's estimating 4% of its top earners are going to flee. If, that's an if. Now I'm talking about what's already happening now. Forget the if. New York Post piece this week. Joe, more than 1 million people have moved out of the New York uh, area. Since 2010, hmm. uh, an exodus rate of 4.4%, the highest net negative migration rate among the, nation's, among the nation's large population centers. Folks, people are fleeing in droves. Now, I want to make a couple points on this because it's important in light of the tax debate argument going on now. Number one, if taxes are a public good, I said this on the VIN show on Friday when I was filling in, I want to be crystal clear on this i'm just trying to get into the head of the liberals listening to this because i know we have liberal listeners if taxes and the paying of taxes are a benevolent force for society and they're a public good that's the liberal premise joseph is it not yes it is we have argued with a thousand liberals i've been in north joe on the morning show there at cbm where we take callers we may Go to that in the future here. Take a couple callers or something. I'm not sure. We're st- I'm still trying to work through long term what we're going to do uh, with the format. Jimmy and Joe like to switch stuff up once in a while. Yeah. But we've argued with liberals. Their premise is that we should pay higher taxes. Everybody should pay a fair share. Everybody should pay more. Under the guise, you're assuming that this is a public good. Why else would you argue for higher taxes? In other words, would a liberal argument ever be paying higher taxes is a bad thing? Never. No, because then you'd be called a conservative. Okay? Right? Exactly, yeah. So if you're suggesting somehow that the paying of higher taxes is a force for public good, what I don't understand is why you are arguing, because liberals are fighting this tax reform, Joe. Uh But why? Why are you fighting the state and local, for the state and local deduction? In other words, the ability to pay less money to the federal government by being able to deduct your mammoth state and local tax bill. Why are you fighting for that if you think taxes are a force for public good? I, uh, folks, I'm being genuine here because, and I'm talking about regular Democrats. I know why the liberal activist radical left wants higher taxes because they crave economic control. They don't care about the money. They care about who has the money, even if it's less money. I'm asking regular rank and file Democrats 
who support higher taxes almost ad nauseum, like we're all ready to throw up and, and die from paying all our money to the government, not being able to feed ourselves anymore. Regular Democrats who consistently support higher taxes. I'm genuinely asking you that question if you're listening now. I'm not being a jerk about it. Email me. Now, my email is danielatbongino.com. If you can be, please don't send me hate mail about it. Too. I just delete that stuff. If you can send me a reasonable response, I'll read it and I'll even try to respond. Why do you support higher taxes as a public good, and yet now you're fighting to maintain a state and local tax deduction that would basically stop you from paying more money to the federal government. I don't get it. I don't get it. You're saying taxes are a good thing, but you don't want to pay more of them, and you're also fighting for a bill, by the way, uh, fighting, excuse me, against the tax bill that would most likely force your state to lower taxes in the end. You may not have got that second point. Let me be a little clearer about that. I got it. You did. Okay. Yeah. The state the state and local tax deduction at the federal level shields people in blue states from the effects of higher taxes. Right. People like Tom Sweeney, the Senate president of New Jersey, the Democrat, have already acknowledged that if this bill passes, they're probably going to have to look at the really high taxes in their state because now people are going to be forced to bear the full load because they won't get to deduct it from their federal tax bill anymore. So I don't understand. I genuinely don't understand. If your first point is taxes are wonderful, so why are you fighting to pay less to the federal government? And secondly, why are you fighting this bill if this bill will eventually, as many Democrats have acknowledged, will force your state to lower your tax rate? I thought higher tax rates were good. (sighs) You know, Mm. I know I say it every show. You're probably getting tired of hearing it right now. Mm. But I wake up every morning wondering what kind of liberal nonsense I'm going to have to combat today because I don't understand what I'm arguing against. I, I, I mean this, folks. Yeah, I'm not talking about the radical left. I know why they want higher taxes. Again, economic control. That is it. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the money. They care who has the money because they get to dictate public policy. Then even if there's only a dollar left, they'll control that dollar. I understand that. But I don't understand how, as a conservative, I'm expected to argue with liberalism if liberalism doesn't know what liberalism is. How am I supposed to argue with with you or debate with you that lower taxes on net and more money in the private economy, in the free economy, I should say, I hate that term, in the free economy, because that's what it is, it's not private. More money in the free economy is going to benefit us all through economic growth, a higher standard of living and prosperity. How can I argue that with you if you're arguing against a bill that against the bill that would meet your standards for higher taxes? In other words, I'm saying lower taxes work mm-hmm. because money stays in the free economy. Right. You're saying higher taxes work because the government can spend it better. Clear? Mm-hmm. But now you're arguing against the bill that would would essentially raise taxes. So I don't understand. Like, what am I? uh, uh, I'm saying low taxes. You're saying higher taxes. But then when when the the Trump administration and GOP puts out a bill that will effectively give people in blue states the ability to pay more taxes, you say, no, we don't want that. I thought you said you wanted to raise taxes. No, no, just not on us. Ah. Oh, oh, uh, all right. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what do we say? I mean, I just don't get it. I don't even know where I got that from. That's a stupid thing. Probably from a cartoon somewhere. Um, I just don't understand. Like, I really genuinely... Can you explain that to me? Please explain to me how you're arguing against the bill that would raise your taxes in a state 
would raise your taxes and would give more money to the federal government. That's the entire premise of liberalism. All right. And oh, oh, second point, by the way. So that's the first point that principally speaking, I don't know where you are anymore. I genuinely don't. The second point on that New York Post piece about people moving out of New York and people potentially moving out of New York in the Bloomberg piece, if this goes through and the state and local deductions removed. Folks, I'm not I'm not being silly when I say I understand your arguments. I've heard liberals. They've called in the radio shows. They argue with me at debates and they'll say, well, taxes aren't the only reason people move. A hundred percent. You are uh, point stipulated. Mm -hmm. You don't need to say it again. You are right. Meaning no need to repeat it again to be more right. You're right. Nobody's saying that either on the libertarian or conservative side, that taxes are the only reason people move, Joe, for literally innumerable reasons. You can't even count them because I don't even know every reason. You know, their their mom passed away and they want to be closer to their their in-laws family. They got a job. They like the movie theaters better in Florida. Who the hell knows if a thousand people move and, and... and, and Joe, let's even be generous. Mm. Say only 50 of them move because of the taxes. Right. And believe me, that's being generous. Out of 1,000 people, I promise you, probably closer to 500 move because of the high cost of living in a state. Because economics is obviously a big reason. Let's be generous. Say it's, say it's 10 people out of 1,000. You still lost a huge swath of income of your highest earning, most successful people who are financing your state budgets and you lost a, a, a solid amount of that money, 10 people, precisely because you have a really awful policy. Does that policy not require a reevaluation then? Just because it's not the primary reason, which by the way, folks, I would strongly debate it is, but even if liberals are right, it's not the primary reason people move and it's the secondary or tertiary reason. It's still a main reason people are leaving your state. New York, folks, again, from the New York Post, the highest net negative migration rate. Doesn't that matter? Wouldn't you be concerned if you're a public policymaker? Like, hey, um, guys, ladies, we got a problem. Uh, we're in New York here trying to get people to move to our state with their money, their businesses, their income and their prosperity. And not only are they not moving here, they're leaving. We have the highest net negative migration rate. Uh, is something wrong here? You're not concerned at all. You just, you're just you so-called the party of science, but you're not even remotely interested in a deeper analytical dive as to why people are leaving. Come on. Come on. You got to do better than that. Give me a break. All right, folks. Uh, thanks, for th- thanks for hanging with me through this. Those are really like obviously emotional topics for me number one this battle with the clinton staff and secondly this this tax thing because i seriously don't know who we're arguing with anymore liberals we want to pay our taxes okay this bill will let you pay higher taxes both at the uh, the federal and state level no 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 we're just kidding about that we really didn't mean that (laughs) (laughs) okay well well, yeah i mean it's just like ah I can't. All right. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at Filter Buy. Thank you to everyone who has now switched from buying their filters from the local uh, local store that's marking them up ridiculously to our buddies at Filter Buy. I told you they were going to get... I got an email last week from a, uh, a, a listener, and I deeply appreciate everyone who supports our sponsors. They keep the show free, and these are great, great companies we take on board with us. And I forgive me. I forget if it was a he or a she, so I'm sorry, but you know who you are. 
They said, well, I went to this discount site and they these people beat the price by far at filter buy. I told you, I told, and they're better filters too. The Americans are spending up to 90% of their time indoors. I spend most of my time indoors. My studio's indoors. I'm talking to you from a studio right now. And the air inside is up to 100 times greater polluted, uh, has pollution levels 100 times greater than the air outside. It's time to replace your air filters, especially with this change of seasons. This is the perfect time to do it. Filterbuy.com will send you the size you need within 24 hours plus the shipping's free. Filterbuy uses double the industry standard MERV rating on most filter sizes. We'll spare you all the technicalities because we don't want to bore you to death, but know this. It'll get the dangerous pollution, mold, dust, and allergy aggravating stuff out of the air. You don't want that junk in the air you breathe. Come on. You're in there. I'm inside all day. I want to breathe some clean air. All their filters are manufactured right here in America, and they can ship any size and any quantity. They'll handle commercial locations, too. You got 1,000 filters in your place? Call them up. They'll take care of you. You'll also save 5% when you set up auto delivery, and you'll never have to think about air filters again. Go to filterbuy.com today and get the best price on top quality air filters shipped within 24 hours plus free shipping. Filterbuy.com. That's filterbuy.com. Thanks to Filterbuy for, uh, again, sponsoring the show. And thanks to all our listeners for, uh, for helping us out. You make us look great. I can't, I sincerely cannot thank you enough. I hope at CPAC or something this year, if you show up, I can get to thank you all individually because <laughs> I'm not going to be able, we have a, the audience has gotten too big to shake everybody's hand anymore, but I really appreciate it. Okay. Um, interesting story broke this weekend with uh, Nancy Pelosi. And whenever I say that name, it's like, ah, Nancy Pelosi, uh, you know, the, 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 the pox is on you from Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Anytime she opens her mouth, she like curses the Democrat Party. But she was on, was it Meet the Press this weekend? It was yeah. a national, yeah, it was Meet the Press. Meet did, the press. You, did you talk about this this morning? Yeah, yeah, we hit a few cuts, yeah. Yeah, this is just a, 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 an unbelievable uh, act of hypocrisy by the Democrats. Again, I told you, I wake up every morning thinking, you know, what the heck? What huh. kind of liberal silliness am I going to have to fight today? And da, 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 hold on one second. I just want to pull something up here. So she made this appearance on Meet the Press this weekend, Nancy Pelosi. And the question came up about John Conyers, who is a Democrat congressman who has been accused. Uh, these are allegations, just to be fair to everyone here. Mm-hmm. These are obviously allegations, but has been accused of some inappropriate sexual behavior. Now, John Conyers is in his late 80s. He's been in office for a very long time, uh, was involved heavily in the civil rights movement. But the allegations are serious. And they, she was asked about it this weekend, Nancy Pelosi, about, well, what, what should you do about Conyers? Obviously, because Conyers is a Democrat. Now, what I found awfully ironic about this, folks, because, again, it speaks to how there, there's not double standards. There are no standards for Democrats. There are only standards for Republicans with the media and other folks. When asked about what should happen to Conyers, she cited due process, Joe. Mm. She said, well, you know, he's entitled to due process. These are allegations and due process strengthens the system. And I thought, oh, oh, that's nice. Well, that's an interesting development, Joe. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Can you do like a a Watson, like intellectual kind of Sherlockian Holmes voice? Like, yeah. Why not? Yes, it is. Dude, this guy's got so many voices, man. I would, I, did I ever tell you what? When I first met Joe, I had no idea. Huh. He was the morning voice guy on WCBM. He's got so many voices that are so deceptive that when I met him, <laughs> I had no idea he was the character on the show. It took me like weeks to figure that out. I'm like, that's you, does it? So, yeah, I heard me. I see, I see, yes. The Colonel. That's yes. the, that was his famous one, the yeah, Colonel. I had no idea. I thought that was. Um, Who's the traffic guy? Uh, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. I thought that was Chuck Whitaker that does. <laughs> no. 
She does this thing called the Colonel, which uh, is really, really funny. So I, I just think that's fascinating, though, that Nancy Pelosi is now citing the need for due process. Yeah. Uh, why? Because, folks, as you know, listen to the show and are watching the news, if you're not in a cave right now, there's a Senate race going on in Alabama where the Republican Senate candidate who has won the primary, he is now on the ballot. The race is December, December 12th? 12th. Is it the 12th? I think it's the yeah. 12th. Yeah, 12th to the 5th, one of those days. But it's coming up. This this ele- He can't put, they, there's no stipulation to get him off the ballot at this point. It's too late. Ballots have been printed. I'm sure absentees are going out right now. Roy Moore, who's the Republican candidate, has been accused of some very serious sexual uh, 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 stuff as well, which is, which is some of it pretty grotesque. Again, they're not saying anything inappropriate or improper here. These are allegations. Right. They may be true. They may not. Nobody has conclusively proven them yet. There's a lot of them are very credible. But same thing for Conyers. What I find fascinating, Joe, yeah. is Pelosi's argument about how Democrat John Conyers should be given due process and how the country is str- strengthened by due process. In other words, shouldn't we hear these people out, figure out the weight, the weight, the evidence and see what happens? That's the exact same argument, regardless of where you stand on Roy Moore. <laughs> That people who support Roy Moore used, and Pelosi was like, no, 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 that's no good. This guy's got to step aside, Roy Moore. Folks, <laughs> listen, Guy Benson sent out a tweet this weekend, and he's right. I read it, and I thought he's absolutely right. He's like, listen, he's not a Roy Moore supporter. He says that in a tweet. He's like, I'm far from it. He said, but I got to be honest with you, and he just nailed it. And I kind of posted some similar thoughts on my Facebook, inspired by Guy to give him a hat tip. Do you understand now, Democrats listening, why conservatives, Republicans, and libertarians don't trust you? You, you, you? you have no credibility on this stuff because you only attack when it's your guy. I mean, excuse me, when it's our guy. When it's your guy, you go into a full-blown, you know, blood on the fangs defense of your people no matter how serious the allegations are. Now, uh, Joe, it's the same argument. Mm-hmm. Conservatives said, well, is more, is more not entitled to some due process? The voters of Alabama, there's never been an allegation of, uh, uh, at the time at least, while the statute of limitations was in effect, it was never an allegation of a crime. Right. Uh, again, I, I'm not saying pro or con more. That's not the point. I'm talking about logic here. Logic and standards. The standard for the Dems is due process. The standard for Republicans is no due process, leave immediately. What, what, what the heck is that about? <laughs> I'm making it even... Oh, by the way, doubling down on Conyers, folks. Conyers, who's the Democrat, making this situation even worse, is whether these allegations are true or not, it is not in question that Conyers' office used taxpayer funds to pay people off to leave. Now, whether he's disputing what they were paid for, fair enough. Either way... Taxpayer payouts, uh, while under the, at a minimum, Joe, under a cloud of allegations of sexual impropriety? No, 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 no. Time out, T.O., under the hood for review, no way. Now, nobody is accusing Moore of using taxpayer funds. Why? Because Moore's not even been elected yet. So you have a guy in office, just to be clear, on Nancy Pelosi's logic, Joe. He's in office now. He's been elected seemingly forever, John Conyers. Yeah. Serious allegations of sexual impropriety. Taxpayer money used to pay people off 
inv- at a minimum involved with these cases, right? Mm-hmm. And the standard is, ah, let's give it some time. Let's hear it out. Now you have another guy more, no taxpayer funds used. Again, serious allegations, nonetheless. And the standard is, exit the ballot immediately. Get out of here right now. We don't even want to do an investigation. You deserve to go. And again, you wonder why working class, middle class Americans are just tired of the Democrat Party. You defended Bill Clinton despite what I opened up the show with and these very serious allegations for decades, you defended Bill Clinton during the Monica Lewinsky disaster. You have, I mean, I'll ask you a question about Bill Clinton for those of you just to kind of double down in the opening of the show. Hmm. This is a serious question too. By the way, can I give a quick hat tip to that, that dude on Reddit who, uh, who keeps like defending me? There's this guy, it's a Reddit thread called the Donald. And for, I do have, I, I know I've, I've, I've just poking fun. It was a clapper or Brennan for their Google alert because they were politicians. I just thought it was funny. I, I will be candid. I have my name on Google alert because I'm in the content production field and I like to see when my podcast and stuff goes live and things. And also you want to see if there's anything out there you need to address. So I probably shouldn't have made fun of for Google alert. I just thought it was funny because he was a politician, but uh, I have my name on Google alert and it comes up all the time. There's this guy on this Reddit thread, Joe, mm-hmm. who's like always defended me and my podcast podcast and he was the one who actually brought up too maybe i'll put a link to it i don't know if you can read it if you're not a member but yeah you can i'm not in there but uh, he says hey bongino was pretty clear about why he can't say this stuff there are people who would legitimately be hurt by this who entrusted him with the information beforehand so i appreciate you backing me up on this but one of the questions and i i'd I'd really like maybe someone on, on reddit and other places to pursue is has anybody asked the Epstein-Clinton operation there when he flew on those flights with him. Has anybody asked for a full accounting of all the passengers on the plane Hmm. and their ages? Anyone? Let me just throw this out there to any investigative reporter who heard me on Levin or knows about this conflict with me and the Clintons now. Any investigative reporter worth your salt, if you can get a legitimate manifest, legitimate manifest of the ages and names of the people on those planes. Hmm. What is it? Was that out of the Arsenio Hall show, Joe? Things that make you go, hmm. We'd get right back to due process, wouldn't we? <laughs> oh, uh, 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 producer We're Joe, quick. bring it in again. This, guy, this cat's unbelievable. Yes. Oh, no, but but remember, Joe. No, no, that's due process. He's a Democrat. There is no due. It's all nonsense. But according, you're right. According to Nancy Pelosi, due process. There are credible allegations yeah. out there about the Clintons, or I should say, Bill Clinton and these flights. So clear it up. Due process, right, Joe? Yeah, yes, man. you said it. Due process. Yeah. Just say, just say, hey, let's get a full manifest of who was really on the plane in their ages. And then we'll clear up the story. No problem at all. If Dan Bongino's a nut and he's crazy and I'm a conspiracy theorist from Jupiter. (laughs) Actually, it never applies because I actually live near Jupiter in Florida. (laughs) I'm in Palm City, but whatever. (laughs) From Saturn. I'm pretty sure there's no Saturn close to me, okay? If I'm a conspiracy theorist, just put it out there. As Joe said, to neatly tap on. That was great. We did not plan that. (laughs) Due process. Due process, folks. Just due process. But again, they're total hypocrites. They don't care. They don't want to get to the bottom of anything. They just want to hide all their improprieties while tagging GOP officials with these labels. Okay, today's show also brought to you by buddies at iTarget. I really get in, un, 
unbelievable emails about this. I got one this morning before the show. It was actually a um, an email to the sales department at iTarget where they CC'd me. And it was a, uh, a, a potential consumer who said, hey, listen, I have an emergency. My son is taking a, a handgun or, or a firearm requalification test, mm. and he needs to brush up on his... I need a rush delivery of iTarget. <laughs> Folks, this product is that good. It is awesome. I, I, I mean, it is, it's, you're not going to put it down. Now, what is it? Well, it's iTarget. The website first is iTargetPro.com. That's the letter I, not like the organ. I, you know, that makes you, that allows you to see. iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. Here's what it does. I'm going to give you a promo code at the end, save you some money too. It drops a laser bullet into the firearm you have now. You don't have to buy any special barrels, any of that stuff. It's not going to damage your gun in any way, shape, or form. You drop the laser bullet in and it allows you to fire your firearm and it emits a laser, obviously not a bullet. It wouldn't be safe, but it's safe. You fire the laser and it comes with a target. And the, the app will, will measure exactly where you're shooting on that target. You are going to see your trigger control, your sight alignment, your marksmanship go through the roof. It is incredible. This is a revolutionary game-changing product. Now, folks, listen, ranges are great. It's great to go to the range. Don't get it. Even the eye target guys will tell you, you got to get to the range. But it's not practical to go even for me, not even once a month. I just don't have the time. It's not practical for me all the time. It gets expensive. There are range fees. There are ammo. There's time to get there. You got to clean your gun afterwards. You have to do none of that with this. You can practice in the safety and security of your own home. Drop that laser bullet in and you can fire away for hours. Work on your marksmanship. You will get, you'll be shooting, you'll be shooting the wings off a fruit fly soon. This thing is incredible. (laughs) Now, competitive shooters that do this for a living, dry fire, in other words, not live ammo, dry fire like this, dry trigger pulls. 10 times more than they live fire because they learn to master the placement of that, that finger pad on the trigger, trigger control, equal light on both sides, focusing on that front sight. Folks, anybody can shoot. The question is, can you shoot accurately? Go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I. That's itargetpro.com and take your dry fire practice to the next level. Here's the promo code. Dan. Sound mysterious. Dan, D-A-N, well, just like my name. Well, crazy, where'd they get that promo code? <laughs> Dan, you will save a, a wonderful 10%. I'm telling you, there are few better Christmas gifts for the firearm enthusiast, the everyday shooter, just or, the, or even the beginner to, to work on their skills. There's no better gift than this. Go to itargetpro.com, promo code Dan, you'll save 10% off. All right, Joe, a story from your... Uh, Lovely state of Maryland where I used to live. And to be fair, Maryland is full of lovely people. I do love it. I went up there to help out some friends of mine. Um, It's just run by imbeciles right now. Um, The governor's okay. He's a Republican. But the state house and the delegates are, I'm sorry, folks, they're crazy. They're nuts. So I saw a story in the Washington Post. This is just like, uh, really, guys? So this federal tax reform package that the GOP's put out there that we've been talking about the whole show, there's another... Um, a tenet of it that that's going to, I think, benefit the economy strongly, Joe. And it mm. is a raising of the death tax, estate tax deduction, from five point four million to eleven million in assets. So, in essence, if you die 
Keep in mind, by the way, you've already paid taxes on this stuff through income, capital gains, transaction taxes, local taxes, property taxes. Let's say Joe has a farm in Maryland uh, worth $5.4 million. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to up that to it. You won't be taxed on it until that farm now is worth $11 million and the assets are transferred to the next generation. Why? Because you're dead. That's why. Because you get, you, what are you going to do with it? You won't be taxed on it now at the federal level unless it's $11 million or more, which is good because it shields people $11 million and below, whereas in the past it was $5.4 million and below. Make sense? Yep. Now, Joe, one of the dumbest, and what's fascinating is Joy Reid has this argument with, uh, is it Romina Bacci, I think her name is, from the Heritage Foundation on her mm-hmm. show. Joy Reid, one of the uh, real intellectual lightweights in cable news right now. Seriously, she knows very little about anything. And she has um, Austin Goolsby, who is very, very smart, uh, is, a, is a liberal, and I disagree with him. But I've actually debated Austin Goolsby. He's very, he's brilliant. I disagree with him, to be clear, but he's very smart. At one point in the segment, the heritage woman, Romina, is schooling Joy Reid completely on the tax bill and the, this death tax thing come up. And she's like, uh, Austin, Austin, can you help me? Because she just doesn't know. Any- I'm, I'm dead serious. She just doesn't know anything. Right. So yeah. it's kind of funny to watch. You got to check that out. If you, if you see Joy Reid, uh, Austin Goolsby probably pop right up. For, forgive me for not having the, uh, the clip. I do got a clip, though, with Joe. I want to keep that one handy. Joe. You have that, right? Yep. Yeah, I want to empty because I'm going to show you how deranged the Democrats can be. But Woo. what's fascinating about this is. She starts talking about the death tax at one point. Joy Reid, that is. And of course, they want to defend it. And she mentions at one point that it only affects this unbelievably small swath of taxpayers. And I'm like scratching my head thinking, okay, so why are you defending it then? In other words, if this thing is such an insignificant portion of the federal tax bill, because nobody pays it. Why does nobody pay it? Because George Soros and a lot of wealthy people do what, Joe? As we talked about in last week's show, they start foundations and they don't pay the tax. They just pay into a foundation that then pays their family members that would have gotten the money anyway, big time salaries. Taxes be damned. Nobody pays it. But Joy Reid doesn't even understand because she's such a lightweight, Joe. She doesn't even get that she's making an argument to get rid of it, not to keep it. She's like, well, why are you fighting to keep this death tax uh, conservative woman from the Heritage Foundation? I think her name is Romina. Because only a couple of people pay this thing or whatever. Okay, that's the point. The really rich people get out of it. It's only the, the poor farmer who's got a... $5.5 $5.5 million estate who gets screwed. Am I making sense, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Now, what does it have to do with Maryland? Well, Maryland, of course, Maryland can never leave well enough alone. Poor, poor. I really feel bad for my friends up there. Maryland's like, yeah, yeah. You're going to double the exemption for the death tax. Well, don't die in Maryland. Because we're going to make it, we're going to lower it to $4 million, So we're going to get your money. You want to up it from $5.4 million to an $11 million deduction? Well, we got you. <laughs> we're going to lower it to $4 million. Good job, Marilyn. That is, that is a strong, strong move, Marilyn. You guys and ladies in the Maryland State Legislature, you far-left radicals, you are wonderful. That is a great idea. Joe, what do you think that's going to do? Let me, let me, let me just set up the question a little better. Joe lives in the state of Maryland. Yeah. Joe, let's say the Dan Bongino show, I mean, really blows up and you and I become fabulously wealthy, one yeah. day, which we are not now. Can we both agree? Yeah, <laughs> we can both we agree. Do, you, believe me, you, we do very well. We're not complaining. But if we were to get, say, 10, 20 million downloads of our show a month, that's a 
absurd amount of money. Mm-hmm. I, I'm serious, folks. It's like 50000 an episode or something. Gosh, it would be ridiculous. Now, we're not there yet, although we're growing pretty good. I'm confident we'll get there one day. But if Joe and I became fabulously wealthy, I live in Florida. Yeah. Joe lives in Maryland. Joe now accumulates in a state. Let's say he buys a ranch in Maryland. You're like, oh, a ranch in Maryland? Just play the game for a minute. Uh, uh, say, uh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> the colonel. This is a perfect time for the colonel. Right. So Joe, he becomes super wealthy, puts his colonel outfit on. He What was it? The Kentucky colonels? Is that what the uh, Kentucky uh, fight uh, uh, any, anything, anything you like, Dan. Uh-uh. <laughs> so Joe has this massive, massive estate in Maryland. He accumulates being producer Joe, doing his wonderful characters on the show, and the estate is worth $6 million. Now, Colonel, uh, yeah. you find out that, Mer- that federally now it's $11 million, so you're under it. You're not going to be taxed at all. Uh, uh, but well. because you live in Maryland, you will get hammered when you die, and you can't leave your Colonel estate over to little Joe. Ooh. Now- One more stipulation. Your accountant tells you if you move to Florida, you can give Joe everything. You're not going to have to pay a a confiscatory tax bill. Colonel, I'm going to give you a second to think about this. Do you, one, stay in Maryland? Give you a second to think about that one. Or, two, do you move to Florida? Uh, 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 I'm... I'm getting I'm getting my ass out of Dodge, Danny. <laughs> oh, and uh, Dodge yeah, is yeah, yeah, yes. Maryland. Maryland. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank yes. you uh-huh. for all the liberals who may have been confused by Joe's get out of Dodge uh, refer- yes. reference. He is, of course, talking about Maryland. We have to talk down sometimes to people who really <laughs> don't get it. Uh, you're, of course, you're going to move to Florida. Yeah. But again, Maryland Joe thinks this is a genius move. By the way, They're, we're going to get those evil rich people. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're not going to get them. They already dodged federal tax bills. They are going to leave your state in droves just like they're leaving New York and everywhere else and move to a state where they're not going to pay your ridiculous tax bill. Don't be an idiot. I'm serious. Maryland, wake up. Come on. Don't be stupid. I really have a lot of emotional ties to the state. The state. They're going in a pretty decent direction right now with Larry Hogan in charge. Don't, don't be jerks. Just, don't penalize these people. They're going to get out of there. All right, folks, thanks a lot for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. As always, if you could go to Bongino.com, subscribe to my email list, I will send you the articles we discuss um, on the show. I'll even, I wasn't going to put the Washington Post piece up, but you know what? I'll do it because we'll give them a link. It's worth reading regardless. All right, folks, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at dbongino.